0: welcome everyone to the joelle martin mastery podcast i'm a networking expert and the author of the upcoming book no no strangers how to build community one relationship at a time my why is the pursuit of mastery and the goal of this podcast is to lock arms on a lifelong mission of daily personal growth to become the best version of ourselves so let's dive in to today's episode welcome everyone to today's episode of the podcast uh, we are joined by a meditation mentor an author a speaker and the founder of echo movement so welcome to the call mr wayne Molan wayne how are you doing brother are you enjoying the last three days of incredible weather I'm, I'm assuming knowing you you're outside doing some good stuff
1: absolutely brother you nailed it for sure uh, loving the weather here it's been incredible like you said and uh, we've been out there cleaning up uh, areas in nature all over the GTA, uh, from Niagara Falls to up north to Toronto, downtown Mississauga, Brampton. We're just getting it started, too. So it, it's been a
0: wonderful few days. That's amazing. So when you say we're getting things cleaned up, what exactly are you talking about? Well, that is the Echo Movement Global Cleanups.
1: Echo Movement is a, a, a meditation uh, humanitarian group I founded a few years back, and uh, two of the main uh, things that we do is meditation, and the other is uh, cleaning the planet, and uh, we're out there doing Echomoma Global Cleanups. Uh, We do Echomoma Global Cleanups the first Sunday of every month, Uh, and we also do the Echomoma Global Cleanup Challenge, uh, which is uh, pretty much like the ice bucket challenge, except you don't have to get cold or wet for this one. All you have to do is see an opportunity uh, to pick up some trash or litter uh, in your neighborhood, in Mother Nature, in a parking lot, on the street, it doesn't matter where. uh, Just making a difference, leading by example, and uh, shifting the energy. See, this is the most important piece. Whether you're doing the Economic Global Cleanup on the first Sunday of every month, or you're doing the challenge any day, anytime, anywhere on the planet, um, it's all about having a good energy while we do it. We're not going to We're not holding that space of being upset that the glitter is there. We are just continuing to remain in the space of exactly, like I said earlier, of leading by example, uh, making a difference, and uh, shifting the energy. So this is why it's important to have a positive energy while we do it, shifting the energy, knowing, feeling, believing uh, that we, as all humanity, are coming together uh, to live harmoniously with the planet, uh, however beautiful that.
0: So, you're doing some ama- amazing things. You're a positive influence in the lives of others. You're making a difference. But things weren't always this way. Uh, I mean, you, you, you say yourself that back in the day you were a, a street gangster. So, it's a long journey between a street gangster and the enlightened individual that you are today. Uh, can you maybe dive into that history of how you go from that low to this high and, and what that transition is like?
1: Uh, well, you know what? I, I, right away, I have to always state that everything that we go through, uh, throughout our, our journey, especially through our, our adolescent, teenage years, in our 20s, 30s, uh, it's all just setting the table uh, for what we're going to eventually do. I'm going to state that right now, right off the bat. But I grew up in a beautiful home, uh, wonderful parents, in a beautiful uh, home in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, in Sydney. Nova Scotia, Whitney Pier, to be exact, and uh, great family, you know, great community. You know, we were uh, in the rough area of town, if you will, and uh, music uh, at that time for us was very, very important, as it still is, and uh, very, um, can lead you down a certain path. Now, I always take full responsibility uh, for the actions that I took, but I know that hip-hop and rap music and, and whatnot... Did play a factor in the directing of of the journey that I that I selected. Um, however, uh, it was that the music, uh, you know, and being around uh, people who were of similar mindsets and energy uh, didn't have any clue of any of that stuff back then. And uh, it was all about the music. And there was always something inside me that didn't really resonate uh, with society in general. I, I knew that there was something. I could always feel that things weren't uh, the way they should be in regards to many, many different things here uh, on, on, you know, in our civilization of the earth as humanity. So I kind of rebelled a little bit uh, from the system, if you will, uh, being school or or whatnot. I I just, I, I had this feeling that that wasn't for me. There was something fishy going on there, to say the least, if you will, in a lot of different aspects. So I kind of rebelled against the system and, uh, you know, leading myself into situations where I'm around that criminal element, uh, you know, energy. And uh, like everything else, I became addicted to it. And it just became a part of who I was uh, from a very young age. And uh, moving forward as I moved to Toronto, it just escalated even further. And uh, it's, it's a funny thing well uh, because i say this a lot uh, you know we uh, we get what we ask for and, and you know we whatever we think whatever energy we're giving off uh because i'll explain what i mean uh, you know when i was a criminal when i was a violent person into all those other things everywhere i went i would meet similar people now i go to the same places i go to the same grocery stores gas stations you know wherever you know in the parks doesn't matter where it's all the same places and i don't see them anymore so i've eliminated that energy uh you know from my vibration and now my whole reality has just reflected a completely different picture um you know and that's where it was a long journey to get to that point of awareness but uh I, like i said in the beginning of this i, I certainly believe 100 percent that it took that uh you know that journey, that experience, um, that, that different energy to go through that made me who I am today. Without that, I wouldn't be in this position. So looking back, I don't regret um, many decisions, although you know, there's, there's always gonna be a few. I don't regret anything because it was ultimately what brought me here to this point, which I believe 100% uh, is why I'm here, it's my purpose. And uh, I, for, for years, I was living without purpose, and uh, that can be uh, one of the, the biggest, uh, I'm going to call it a disease. It, it's a disease to be living without purpose. Uh, it, it's, it will just lead you down pathways that you never even thought you could even you know, walk down yourself. I know as a child, we all sit there and say, oh, yeah, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a doctor, a nurse, a, an astronaut. No one ever says, yeah, I want to be a thug. You know what I mean? No one ever says that, but that's what happens when you go down the wrong path, which in the end gets you to the right place. So, hmm.
0: that's it right there in the show. see, you you now have a story, and it's a story that that people can relate to. You know, people go through hard times, uh, and and they can relate to that part of your story, and then they see the other side where you've come out as a better person, and you're doing some good. So. You know what, if you don't have the first half of the story, you don't really have a story, right? If everything has always been perfect for Wayne, that, that, that's not much of a story. So I think all of that serves you with your mission and what you're doing now. Was there a, a turning point uh, where things just got so bad that it moved you in the other direction? Or was it just gradual? You, things started to change in a positive way, just moment to moment? it was it was a combination of both
1: it was there were those humongously pivotal pivotal moments that occurred which i can you know talk, talk about briefly um but there it was a, also like you said a gradual shifting as uh, as one would, would go through as i would go through one thing um you know you always have to just let it sink in and, and kind of you know um, integrate into greatness i like to say But um, yeah, no, it would be, what
0: I would say would be that, um, what was the question again? I lost my train of thought. I was just saying, was it a, uh, was it just a a moment that changed everything? Or was it just (laughs) a a smooth transition? Things just got better kind of step by step?
1: Well, I I was living um, very unpresently to myself and, you know, what was going on in my world, in my life. And uh, I eventually, I had three beautiful children, and I did uh, back then as well. We're looking at about 13, 14 years ago, uh, where I made my first initial transition uh, from the criminal lifestyle, uh, was I was looking at doing like 12 to 15 years uh, in prison. I I had been to jail numerous times before, uh, but never looking at that kind of serious time where I would be away from my children for years, uh, even though I was a little bit of a crazy person at that time. I was always still a good dad, and was always there for my kids. And, and just having that feeling of of how could I have allowed this to happen uh, for my children, and that was the initial spark that lit the fire of you know that lit up the dark room of wait a minute, that's one thing. What the hell am I doing? This is not a life. This is not this is a rap video or a or a thug movie. It, it doesn't make sense. It, it all came in very clearly uh you know once and i, I could tell you a, court, a short little story where it's a very powerful story that where i you know while i'm waiting going to back and forth to court waiting to for my uh, trial in superior, superior Court of canada uh, i was found myself in a holding cell uh, with a few other guys about 10 other inmates all of us waiting to go to court and it was this bald guy big muscles tattoos all over his face neck everywhere and he was just staring at me as i walked past, back, back and forth and being a different person back then uh you know i sat down next to him and i asked him you know do we have a problem here today you know what's what should i expect how am i going to have to deal with you today and he made me feel <laughs> very small because i didn't notice that this big you know muscular tattoos all over him he had a small bible in his hand he he said to me he said look he had pages folded over and he said i want you to read this and uh i said oh well, well you know i'm sorry i came at you like that brother so i sat down and i read it and i don't know what verse or who it was what chapter what have you in the bible i could just give you the, the just of the story was there was an apostle i believe in prison and the holy spirit came to him and said uh, you know as long as you uh, you know take care of your fellow brothers and sisters walk with love kindness generosity and uh, you know just make the right decisions we will set you free you will be set free and uh, i was very moved at that moment that in that space uh, you know you don't think that in that space where i was that that's what was going to happen but that's what happened and i began to pray uh, not being a big religious person uh, i'm religious i call it because I believe all religions, if it's about love, peace, and unity, I'm in. Count me in. I call it we religion. But I began to pray right there on the spot, asking God, the universe, Allah, Buddha, Jesus, everyone. I called on everyone. Whoever would listen. Whoever would listen. If I could get out of this, that I would make a change in my life, and I would also change the lives of others. Now, when I said that, even after I said it in my prayer. I was kind of like, hmm, what does that mean? I, I didn't know what that meant or what it would look like or anything at that point. Um, so, you know, a year later of court and trial and this and that, I end up beating the case. So, right from there, in that moment, uh, when the judge said, "I hereby grant these charges stayed," which at the time I thought they stayed and I was screwed. <laughs> so that was a that was a rough ten seconds there. But, you know, once I walked free from, you know, the charges that day, out of the courtroom and out of the courthouse, I knew right there that I had to keep my promise uh, because I got my wish. So I must keep my promise of not hurting anyone anymore and just walking away from criminal lifestyle. And uh, there were steps past that beyond the way uh, because the only person that, uh, I was hurting after that moment was myself. And that was because um, I ended up becoming addicted uh, to the same drugs I smuggled into the country for years, uh, cocaine and a few other things like that. And uh, that was the only person I was hurting after that was myself, um, which was another little period I had to go through to figure the next level out. So it was like levels. I received everything.
0: Mm, Sometimes the thing that you need most is found where you least want to look and maybe in in your case it was in prison that's where you actually found you know that that generous person that that gave you the bible and and created that moment that changed things so you know they say steve jobs says you can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect the dots looking back so in that moment you don't know you know, why you're in prison, it's a bad thing. But looking back, that's the moment that changed you. And it's a part of your story. And uh, you actually wrote a book about your journey called Wayne's Echo. Um, w- what inspired you to write that book? When did you release it? And, and maybe share a little bit about that.
1: Uh, you know what? That's a great question.
0: Uh, Wayne's Echo, yes, from Street Gangster to Meditation Mentor. And it's never too
1: late or the hashtag lines on the book. Uh, because it's, it is, it's never too late. It doesn't matter when or what you're doing or whatever you did or what have you. You can change your life in an instant. And uh, I'm very blessed uh, because over the years of telling my story, uh, many people would tell me, oh, you should write a book, you should write a book. I kept hearing that. And then I uh, you know, met uh, Karen Carrington from The Karen Carrington Show, and she was doing her book launch, and I helped mentor her, write her book, and uh, get her through that space. And she was like, you know what? I am not launching my book until you write one and we launch our books together. So really it was, I, I owe Carrie Carrington a lot for, for the book. Um, I, I believe I, I probably would have written the book, but not, not when I did. And, uh, probably much later, but, um, you know, I, I wrote the book. I took four months and that was a really tough, tough, uh, process to rehash and relive and go back because I started the book from my first, uh, you know, some of my first memories when I was four or five years old. So uh, it's, it's from there, uh, my journey in Nova Scotia, my journey uh, growing up, uh, my journey coming to Toronto, uh, you know, and all of the darkness, and within all of the darkness, there, there are little little beams of light that come, come out. And, and a lot of people who read the book I um, always say, you know what, Wayne, I didn't go through any of the stuff that you did. However, when I read about each thing that you did, there was something relatable to, that I overlooked as well. Right? So hindsight is always twenty-twenty. But like you said, you can't connect the dots unless you look back. So, you know, if you don't pay attention to the mistakes, uh, you know, you're just going to continue making them. But uh, that was pretty much, it was was Karen Carrington who really pushed me to write the book. Um, And I just wanted to, just to portray and and give that uh, exactly the same tagline on the book, it's never too late. It doesn't matter again what you've done, what you're doing, Uh, you can snap your fingers at any given moment uh, and change your life and just make a choice. So that's really why I wrote the book. Uh, You know, and to again, like some most of the reason why I do everything is to raise awareness, awareness of meditation, awareness of how powerful uh, synchronized group meditations are, and cleaning the planet. Uh, It was Mother Earth who who basically divinely uh, allowed this message to come into my awareness, and uh, right there, I I have a, a lifelong, eternal obligation. Uh, to take care of this planet. And I'm very, very passionate about it. As anyone who knows me, or if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram or what have you, very passionate about it. Uh, It's my my life mission uh, to bring humanity together and to clean the planet and to bring not just clarity for one and the other, but to bring the harmony for the two together combined. So uh, that's my mission, that's my purpose. It took a long time a long journey to get through it to get to it um but
0: see once you get there whew, it's it's a nice feeling it's a nice feeling. writing the book and and having to relive everything uh you know wasn't easy but that that was probably a part of the, the the process of, of growing through that, you know, like a form of therapy, being able to relive it. And, and uh, how did I get to that point? How did I get through it? You probably learned some lessons. So speaking of, of books, uh, how important has personal growth been on your, your journey of transformation? Are there any uh, books that you read that that changed your life or did you take any, any courses? Uh, how, what is this personal growth? uh growth journey look like for you? That is a
1: really great question, brother. Now, I, I, I to be honest, I I can read. I'm a very good reader. Don't get it twisted. But I've only read one book in my whole life, and that was mine because I, I wrote it and I had to read it a few times to edit it and stuff. I've only re- read one book in my whole life, and that's the book. Uh, nothing against reading or anything like that. It just puts me to sleep every time audiobooks is probably my best bet but um uh yeah no i i had two mentors really um once i became once i stepped out of the criminal lifestyle i instantly was uh drawn to uh, wayne dyer wayne dyer to me is amazing uh, I, I, yeah unbelievable incredible um angel Human being, uh, so aware and, and so humble, and, and just his message, his delivery, uh, really hit me. Really hit me. And uh, he was, I can say, that my my biggest mentor, because uh, I, I, you know, I quit school when I was fifteen years old. Um, didn't believe in it, uh, and I always still tell everyone that I have two master's degrees. I have a master's degree in the University of Life, and I also have a master's degree at the University of YMG, and that's YouTube and Google. And uh, that's how I found Wayne Dyer. That's how I, I found meditation through a, a YouTube advertisement one day and uh, started you know getting into meditation and wanting to learn everything about it. So amazed by it, and also shocked that we weren't taught these things uh, as children in school. I was very, I'm gonna be honest, angry. Uh, when I first found out about all these things and realized, wait a minute, this was not in any of the curriculum that I did in school. So, these are the most important things to know. So uh, that was, yeah, that was one thing right there.
0: <laughs> Wayne uh, Wayne Dyer is awesome. You see all the books behind me. I got about five or six Wayne Dyer books. Uh, he he's awesome. he's pretty 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 awesome. So you mentioned that uh, you know growing up you loved rap music that you did some rap. So. I've actually seen a video of yours, you're partnered up with uh, Marcos Mendoza, who's actually confirmed as one of our guests on uh, the next few episodes. He's amazing. You guys have a video together that uh, has kind of gone viral. I've seen there's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of views. How did that come together? Are you still uh, doing a lot of rap or a lot of music, or it was just one amazing project that you couldn't say no to?
1: no no that was uh that was guaranteed that was something that was very intentfully done uh i went we were um you know together and i said you know what marcos you know we have to put together a theme song for echo Movement. and i wanted it to be hip-hop uh because like i talked about it earlier um, hip-hop and, and, and rap music and it kind of helped lead me in the wrong direction uh and you know i was very aware of that and i wanted to make a shift and, and Example, uh, that rap music, even the word rap, is rhythm and poetry. So I don't know where rhythm and poetry, uh, you know, I don't know where they injected gangster into that, but uh, rhythm, poetry, and, and criminal activity, doesn't even sound right, right? But anyways, um, that was the theme song for Echo Movement. Uh, we were very intentional when we uh, created that, when we selected the music, Uh, very intentional very even ceremonious we were with it uh, when we were writing the lyrics when we were recording the lyrics you know everything we did was very intentional and uh we set the intention that this video the lyrics the music everything about it uh, was going to really really affect people in a beautiful way by opening their heart and their minds up to endless possibilities of positivity love and unity and uh, it's evident when anyone hears it for the first time and i love so many of the reactions and responses that i've gotten from that song uh, people are moved uh, some people to tears when they hear it for the first time so the intention is very powerful and again the echo movement theme song is a, is a great example of that uh, you know anyone listening to this podcast if you go to uh, EchoMovement.ca, it's in the video section uh, it's echo Marcos mendoza and William Olin yours truly and uh, just to see if you haven't heard it yet and seen it just take it take a sample of how you're feeling before you watch it and then take a sample of how you're feeling after you
0: watch it and if know. if you're uh, if you if you're loving it make sure to share it as well get it out there on facebook and and uh, and your other social media sites to spread some some positivity now uh, during the last two two and a half months uh we've got covid going on people have been in self-isolation it's really affected a lot of businesses uh has it had an effect on your business and and how have you maybe adapted to uh you know the online world and the self-isolation
1: well you know what uh it hasn't been too bad for me to be honest with you um yes a lot of different things you know aren't doable anymore at this time events and out there and whatnot networking and speaking events and schools and whatnot there's none of that happening right now for sure so uh you know but there is always the alternatives uh, i was already into the uh, online sector before you know just before that it came in so uh, it just made me focus more on that kind of getting more done on that level and and giving some extra time also uh was working doing a lot of work with feeding forward uh we rescue food destined for landfills uh, and repurpose it for homeless, less fortunate than people in need, especially at this time of COVID-19. Uh, anybody listening can go to feedforward.ca and, and donate today. It's very important that we get as many donations as possible. Uh, we, we are servicing tens of thousands of people uh, each and every week. It's amazing the amount of meals uh, that we're cranking out uh, every day—frozen uh, meals for everyone—and and, uh, trailers. And, and we have another grocery store at 2770 um, Dundas West in Toronto in the the Junction area. Pay what you can if you can't pay, it's okay, grocery store and cafe. Uh, So check that out. So that gave me more time to to put a lot of time and effort into that and then also into ECHO movement and uh, into the cleanups and working on getting sponsorship from different businesses and companies uh, to do cleanups in their areas and neighborhoods and communities. And uh, to, to just work on getting people to, to uh, join us on the Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, conversations and meditations, of which we should get you uh, as a guest, well one day on the Absolutely. show. Let's Absolutely. Do it. Let's do it. So that, that's what it has done for me. And and there, this, this is a whole other show, uh, really, um, for, for my opinion on this whole COVID-19 thing. Uh, there's just like, uh, you know, a lot of different things in society, or a lot of different things that uh, we are injected—I like to call it—from uh, the media and uh, you know the powers that be, the one percent, what have you—all that fun stuff. Um, there's there's some fishy stuff going on, and I I always say to everyone who gets worried about all these conspiracy theories and things that are happening, I always say, look, and, and I smile because I know. I've been there. I've walked through hell to get to heaven. Right now, we may be walking through hell, but I can guarantee you right now, we're going to get to heaven. It doesn't matter what kind of conspiracy that maybe does have truth to it. I hear you. I understand. It doesn't matter because the almighty source energy, God, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, whatever you want to call it, is always seven steps ahead. So it is always in my heart, I understand, I feel like all know that if everything is a blessing, maybe in disguise, blessing nonetheless, that is going to shift things, it's going to open up people's minds, going to open up uh, the reality of how, you know, there's a lot of things that aren't right here, right now with humanity, uh, economically, uh, just socially, uh, and it's time to make changes right now. This is the best time. So I, I honestly believe COVID, and I say this very respectfully of you know anyone affected tremendously by it right now. Uh, but I do, like I said, I know some people don't want to hear that COVID nineteen the situation is a blessing. I get it. I apologize to you for that. However, uh, down the road, years later, um, I'm sure everyone will recognize and say, "Yeah, yeah, this is what we this is what humanity really needed."
0: Do you? do you think that uh, the world is going to go back to normal or do you think there's there's a new normal that is going to take place and do you, do you, what do you see as the benefits that can come from this
1: okay that's a great question and like i said this could be a whole other program brother because i could talk all
0: i through. hear you there's a lot of news and sources and information and misinformation it's hard to know exactly what's going on and if there are agendas um so I hear you. That could be a whole other episode. Oh, maybe maybe to be I, continued at some point. Yeah. I
1: can give you a short thing of what I feel the blessings are going to be. and What Perfect. I see, um, you know, and it's, it's just allowing everybody, it's, it's becoming so blatant that fear is being used upon us like a weapon, has been since the day one we been created. Okay. Um, a lot of people through this scenario, because like I said, it's not just a feeling of things that are a little fishy about any of this stuff, if you do your research and you go online and you hear all the other information and all the other uh, things that are happening on the planet that the media does not tell you, um, those stories make more sense than what the media is is telling you. Not just sensible in a thought process pattern, but more sensible in a feeling, a resonation. I think that a lot of people are waking up to the fact that um, a lot of the stuff that we've been fed is bullshit. And uh maybe time to turn your cheek to it and uh, look at other you know other options, look in other directions, uh, think and feel in other directions and it's also maybe enlightening people in making it very known right now that our economic structure and social system that we have is totally unfair, unjust, and totally a house of cards if this little you know So-called a pandemic can, you know, knock it over. It's not really that sturdy to begin with, right? And it's really opening our eyes to Also, is that the uh, the essential workers, right, are the least paid most of the time? So the whole economic structure and and this whole thing about corporations and and uh, a handful of people holding all of the cash. Money, um, you know, in the on the planet, when there's people starving, when there's people like it just doesn't make any sense. It's not sensible. And we, as a society, were so caught up in the hustle and bustle that it just went right over our heads because we're too busy worrying about ourselves and our own situation and our own little bubble. Now, with everybody having time and seeing the whole system crumble and fall to our feet, and people having a lot of time on their hands and a lot of YouTube time to go online and research stuff and everything else. A lot of the truths are coming to the surface here. And uh, even, even with economic systems, Joel, what, what is money? What is money, really, when you think about it? People say, yes, this and that. Money is energy. Yes, all that's true. But what is it? It's a piece of paper. Money is a piece of paper printed. Okay? It is also a number digitally entered into a system. That's it. That's it. There has got to be a better way for us to utilize money for all for one and one for all. Not all for 1,000 or 100,000 and, you know 7.7 billion people are left down here to pick up the scraps. No, I feel like the time is now for a, a, a I don't want to say revolution. I'd rather just call it an evolution, but to some degree, it has to be a peaceful revolution. Where you know what, people have to stand up and say, you know what, I, I, I'm not. Like, this this is not what I voted for. This is not what we want. Government is for the people, by the people. Right now, I say no, it's not. So I think that these are some of the things that are awakening in a lot of people, and uh, a lot of people are speaking out more. Uh, a lot of people are, are, are you know thinking about it more rather than just accepting uh, what has been for so long. So those are a few of the things, and also how we, you know how important is it for us to be together to how 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 much does people miss hugging? How much do you miss your your family, your friends, that togetherness, that oneness, uh, you know divide and conquer, right? so you know I, I don't, I'm not sure about all this. Um, Isolation thing here and there's also so many other medical and and different opinions about how, you know We should be building immune to it rather than isolating ourselves from it. So
0: like I said, there's so many things (laughs) I can see that you could you could keep talking about it for the rest of the episode. I get it for sure Um, So a lot of this comes down to awareness of of being aware of uh, what's going on taking Um, inventory of your own life, what your dreams are, what your goals are, where you're at, uh, how to move in the right direction. So a big part of awareness is, is being in the moment. And, and that's where meditation comes in is living in the present, uh, being in touch with how you feel and your thoughts and what you're thinking. So I wanted to have you on, on, on as a guest, uh, as, as a meditation mentor. So, uh, there are, there are a lot of people that are, are, intrigued by meditation but they've never done it so i thought this would be great uh for me as a beginner to ask questions and they're questions that a lot of our listeners are going to be thinking that want they want answers to so uh what what is meditation for people that hear meditation meditation what what exactly is meditation
1: see this is as you can see probably from the look on my face you look is, a little
0: happy to talk about It's
1: my this. favorite question you just asked me brother thank you thank you so meditation, I tell you right now, uh, which I was in the same uh, place myself one day, where uh, you know I thought it to be much more difficult than what it really is. Um, and you know, it's, it's quieting the mind. Meditation is simply quieting the mind. That is basically all it is. And, and what comes from quieting the mind is everything else. So all you basically have to do is calm the mind. And for beginners. Uh, this, is, this is in my book as well. In the back of the book, I had to put it in there Meditation for Beginners. Um, you don't have to be a meditator right away, right? You don't have to. Oh, did you see that? My phone yeah. dinged.
0: You it just happening. dinged with your fingers. Um,
1: unbelievable. But uh, you don't have to be a, a you know a superstar guru meditator. It's not going to happen overnight. I wouldn't even call myself a guru meditator, right? That's, that's for some next level Buddhist monks on, on a mountain somewhere. Uh, those are the real gurus as far as i'm concerned Uh, i had a a guru who i I consider a guru on the show uh, this week uh, michelle pascal Uh, he's a meditation guru for short Uh, i i just call myself a meditation mentor uh, because i I, you know it's it's what brought uh, all these beautiful things into my life so what i recommend to everybody beginning is uh starting off you want to just be in a quieter space. We want you to, um, you know, as you get better at meditating, attempt to meditate in all and any circumstances, noise, this, that. But in the beginning, when you're first just, just getting your feet wet, if you will, find a quiet space, um, turn off all distractions, television, cell phone, computers, what have you. Uh, you know, if you if you're listening to your phone or, or music. Put it on "Do Not Disturb." Uh, you know, for your meditation music, I recommend listening to uh, guided meditations. Are great uh, to get you started. Uh, that way, you don't have to think at all about it. All you just do is lay back, sit back, and allow the person guiding the meditation to walk you through it.
0: Does it uh, matter if you're if you're sitting or lying down or on your knees? Does it? Does that matter, or just that it, you're comfortable?
1: It does, and it doesn't. Okay, you can you can get. A good, you know, flow of the meditation in any position as long as you're comfortable. Uh, ultimately, the most optimum position is sitting up straight, with your spine aligned, neck and head, you know, reaching for the ceiling, and just keeping your whole, uh, you know, because your spinal cords is, you know, what is our battery that holds our life force, right? So, keeping that straight, aligned, and perpendicular to the ground. Up against, Sitting up against a wall, I find it's much easier on the back or, you know, up against the back of a couch or in front of your couch or what have you. And uh, just take mindful, relaxing, soothing, deep breaths. That's the beginning of it. Now, what I always talk about as well is that, which was a, an issue for me as well, too, where, you know, people tell me all the time, oh, I can't not think of thoughts. Like, and I, I and I, I get it. I totally understand. So this is what I tell people, and this is what I did as well. This is what I was taught. Um, instead of trying not to think of anything, because trying not to think of anything is a thought. When you think
0: about it, right? So, yeah. Don't don't think about a pink elephant, right? And then
1: no, uh, but this I is heard. the thing. But you say when when you're trying not to think of anything. That within itself is a thought in your mind. Okay, I'm not thinking of anything. Right there, you're thinking of not thinking of anything. So I suggest pick one thing. It doesn't have to be a pink elephant, but it can be a pink elephant. If you but what that one thing that I want you to select to envision or to uh, put your full attention on uh, would be something that brings love and joy into your heart already a loved one, uh, a, a, an amazing moment in your, in your life,
0: uh, you know, your favorite place, uh, your favorite place in nature, something that brings joy into your life. Can it be a uh, word or a mantra or something? Or? A
1: word, mantra, anything where you're focusing on one thing only. Right? That's the key, is just to be focusing on that one thought as you're focusing on your breath. So you're inhaling that thought, And you're exhaling that. Eyes gently closed. Begin. And you only have to do this for five to ten minutes. You don't have to sit there for an hour, two hours, 40 minutes even. Just to begin, to start off, just start off five, ten minutes. And this is the key. Consistency. And that's the key for everything, really, right? The key is consistency. Put it in your schedule. Put it in your phone, put it in your daily schedule, put it in your weekly planner every day. Pick a convenient time. Any time is a good time to meditate. The best, real, the most optimum time to meditate is, of course, when you're just waking up because you're semi-in-between consciousness and unconsciousness and you're more connected to your higher self at that moment. Just as if at nighttime, just before you go to sleep, same thing. You're in between, you're, you're you're shifting in between conscious and unconscious, so you're more tapped in uh, to the other realms, if you will.
0: Do you so, think it actually helps you to sleep if you do it before bed, because you don't have all these thoughts all night? 100%, 100%,
1: 100%. I, I fall asleep the majority of the time I meditate, to be honest. I, I, it just puts me in such a relaxed state. Um, when I'm, see, this is, and everybody's different. We're all different. Uh, so being aware of myself and how I am um, I, I set aside a, a little extra time just in case uh, if I'm going to fall asleep I'm not going to miss anything important. so uh, in, in now that I have been doing this for years and uh, you know listening and, and speaking with other uh, gurus like uh, Bhante Saranapala uh, you know, the urban Buddhist monk or uh, like I said Michelle Pascal uh, you know they have really taught me some other different things uh, as well to add into what i've already been doing in my own practice uh always breathing in through the nose is the best a good time can't mute the computer oh, sorry there we go yeah no um i really learned a lot from different people as well and like i said people But to get back to the basics, find a quiet space, um, just shut off all distractions, get in a very comfortable position, just begin to breathe naturally deep breaths for like a minute until you feel yourself, your body begin to relax, your muscles begin to relax, any tension begin to leave your body. And that's when you know um, to just Pick that one thought that brings joy and love and excitement even into your heart and just put your focus on that and do that for about five minutes. Once you're focused on one thought, you only have one thought to clear your mind. And that is when you can use the meditation as your own virtual playground uh, to be able to create, visualize, and manifest things into your life
0: you never thought possible. When I do guided meditations, a lot of times they say, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. Uh, does it does it really matter if you're doing both in and out through your nose or both through your mouth or one in, one out? Uh, for me personally, um, I naturally breathe in and out through my nose. And when I meditate and I'm trying to do in through my nose and out through my mouth, I tend to have to think about it to breathe out through my mouth, which takes me away from the the meditation uh, where I'm okay out through the mouth out through the mouth whereas just naturally I can do in and out through the nose. Does it really matter or it's no well it doesn't
1: well it only matters to a certain degree, right? If meditation was this, that matters this much. It's gonna give you that extra fullness of, of what you're gonna receive from the
0: meditation. So if possible, out through the mouth.
1: If you can, whatever is most comfortable for people, that's a big thing too. And that's why I always say everybody's different. Everybody has their own little things. Uh, like I, I like to listen to uh, frequencies, sofgeal frequencies, uh, while yeah. I meditate. Uh, I like to burn incense, uh, you know, essential oils, uh, you know, sage, palo santo. I like to use to get the senses involved as well. Um, there are a lot of different things you can do, but whatever makes you the most comfortable. So it's best to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose to get that optimal, uh, you know, energy from it, but it can be done any other way as well. And you're still going to get a good enough. benefit. from
0: Especially in, in, in the nose, out the mouth.
1: Yes. Whatever is, whatever is more comfortable for the person, um, that is going to enhance it as well. The more comfortable you are, the more relaxed you're going to be able to be. So, um, it's a huge part of it
0: sure. when you say listen to frequencies is that just like a, a hum of a frequency or is it like white noise what are you listening to no
1: it's uh if you go on youtube and, and you can google any of these frequencies like uh, you know uh, 528 432 428 there's so many and they're, they're just musical notes and sounds right everything's a frequency and the sofeggio frequencies are just frequencies that are, have been scientifically proven to tap in and to, uh, and to fuse with your energy to kind of give it an even line, even things out, to calm things down, uh, to bring you to an equanimous state. That's my new favorite
0: word. That's a equanimous. good word. I love they give you credit. Yeah. I love
1: that word. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just to remain equanimous in any and all circumstances. Uh, that's what meditation is. It's, Basically, for optimum health and optimum mental health, just to be clear and relaxed makes all the difference in the world. And uh, you know, even speaking with uh, Michelle Pascal the other night, uh, you know, singing, singing, and uh, chanting, like you said, mantras and what have you, very powerful. Um, you know, and frequencies. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. Do some research because that's what, that, that's what changed my whole life. I started learning about these amazing things and I researched it for myself and um, You know anybody can tell you something But when you research it for yourself and and see it for yourself and start implementing it um, You'll see what I'm talking about
0: What what would you say are the top benefits of meditation? Uh, You know being uh, present sleeping better Uh, being more relaxed what what would you say are the top benefits and maybe that's where you'll grab people's attention and they'll say look I I want some of the stuff on that list and maybe that'll get them started well you know what Um, this these are some of the main things for me
1: Uh, relaxation is huge because uh, you know I remember in certain circumstances I'll give you an example I used to be, uh, you know, back in my heydays or whatever. I used to be a big road rager. Okay, I was a big road rager. I was even known to maybe drag a person or two out of the window of their vehicle. I was a real road rager. Okay. Now, after I began meditation, um, I, it made me realize how, how how stupid. How I would I would laugh at my my, at my old self uh, for being so for allowing people to upset me right so meditation one of the main things of meditation is is for your health of course right it just completely balances your health totally um you know it helps even in, in, in detoxifying your body and everything else so um the health is the main thing but the the ability to not allow outside people or circumstances to perturb your reality is priceless things that i would see people doing or what have you where that would used to burn me inside right just get me so upset uh and for what what is it going to do right it's not going to do anything it's not going to accomplish anything um being able to see something like that that used to just get me so pissed off and see it observe it and detach from any kind of feelings or emotions is key and and that what i would say would be the number two thing number one health number two is controlling your emotions like that mastering your emotions i should say controlling is a bad word but mastering your emotions is key is it's it's just it should be one of it should be added as the fifth sixth element it's just it brings so much into your life and i've noticed it where you know like i said if you're a road ranger if, or if you see things and, and you're always getting yourself worked up about and you know what you meditate for a few weeks 21 days and you're going to laugh at yourself for, for when how you used to do that because it just seems to eliminate um the vibration uh, that that houses that that grows frustration or anger it seems to just put you on a different vibration uh, where anger and all of these other, you know, low vibrations, they can't come up to. They're they're you know they're they're too low. They can't even come up and match where you're at. So you bring yourself out of being even able to be upset about things that
0: really deep
1: down you know you shouldn't be upset
0: about it. So so when we hear oh you 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 can be calm you can be relaxed that's you know. Part of you thinks, oh, that sounds nice. Like that would be nice. But it, it goes way deeper than that because stress is one of the worst things that you can have on your body. Stress leads to disease and dysfunctions and all these things like stress can kill you. So it's not just that it's, it sounds nice or it's cute to be relaxed and calm. It, it's hard to be in a stressful state if you're calm and you're relaxed. So that could actually save your life and save you from a lot of bad things down the road. Hundred percent, and I have seen my health like it's my birthday
1: on Monday coming, and I'm going to be forty seven, okay? and I I really believe I feel like I'm twenty five. Well, I, honestly I do. I feel like I'm forty seven in a twenty five year old man's body. I feel amazing. I feel incredibly healthy. Um, and like you said, uh, you know, there's so much you know, illness and disease. What is a disease? It's it's disease. It's it's your body not at ease. So put the two and two together. And the four that you come up with is that if disease is your body not in ease and meditation eases your body, I, I don't even think I have to finish my sentence right there.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. See, Wayne, you'll be proud of me because last year, uh, so I had no meditation experience at all period and last year I went and did a two-day silent meditation retreat I went from zero meditation in my entire life to 36 hours of meditation in a 48-hour period was it easy way no it was not easy but here here are my two big takeaways like it was a life-changing experience and here are my two biggest takeaways number one I I I realize that myself alone in a room is enough That just me as a human being alone is enough uh, not the accolades and the car and the job and all these things but just in in the the 48-hour period there was just me there was just me there was nothing else and now I was enough so that was a big thing the other thing was uh I realized that time is relative. So we would, we would do different meditations and some of them you would set a timer for, I don't know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes just to try the different practices. And there were times where, you know, I could swear that I had been in meditation for an hour or two and then the 15 minute alarm goes off. And on the other end of it, so that, you know, I, 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 you know, it, it seems like a, a short period of time and it's been a long period of time or, you know, if you're with someone and you're having a great time, you know, time flies. So to me, it was it was that time is relative. And also, you know, we, we we're so busy all the time and it seems like there's never enough time in the day to do everything you need. But then when you have nothing but time for 18 hours that day, you don't have anything scheduled. It's just meditation it felt like every day was a week's worth of time so you know those were the big things for me that i alone am enough and that time is relative there is enough time in the day if you're not just jam-packing everything all day long if you take a second meditate get in a a zone in a space and then um, you know organize your day with intention of what actually needs to be done, what will move my life forward, what is actually going towards my goals, what do I not have to do at all that I'm just doing because I feel like I have to do it. So uh, those were my my breakthroughs, and I, I the biggest challenge was okay, well that was in a room with no distractions. Then how do you take that meditation and bring it back to a chaotic life that you have outside of the those four walls, and it, it's keeping that going. Uh, day after day so I don't know if you have any comments on I've got experience I've
1: got word I've got one word for all of what you just said there um, and i I get it it's you know it's when Michelle Pascal talks about this all the time too uh, it's it's very important to uh, be able to meditate in any and all circumstances right um, and I've got one word for you breath work it doesn't matter where you're at what you're doing, uh, you know, you could be at work, you could be on the bus, you could be in a cab, you could be in a car, you could be driving, it doesn't matter. If you are focused on your breath, and just, in, in especially when you feel yourself getting upset or caught into the hustle, bustle, whatever, um, awareness, presence is key to, to pick it up, to realize it, to become aware of it, that you're feeling it, acknowledging it, and then smiling. That's my favorite thing. I always say, don't forget to smile because when you smile, it feels, you know, it just uplifts your whole spirit, right? And uh, those all around you as well. So um, just stop, catch yourself being present in your emotions, feeling it. Just breathing again, however you feel comfortable, but just being mindful of your breath and making sure that you're breathing nice deep breaths and uh, because you know a lot of different problems and situations occur uh, health-wise as well from the short short breath uh and you know we don't even talk about that a lot so uh, but, but that would be my uh you know one word to explain what to do when you're out there in situations like that Joel, is to just revert to your breath work and uh, just make sure that your posture is good and you're breathing nice full deep breaths and uh you're gonna feel a difference instantly within
0: 10 seconds 100 that's good advice i'm gonna i'm gonna take your advice and and implement that into my my day-to-day um we've been talking about your your company echo movement all the all the amazing things that you're doing looking back at the years that you've been doing echo movement uh is there a favorite moment that stands out between the meditation or the cleaning up uh, of the environment, the events—is there anything that just means a lot to you, brings a smile to your face when you think about it?
1: Yeah, and you know what? There's there's two things that are tied for that position. And uh, when I'm out there cleaning the planet, and uh, and I see other people, and this is why we do it, I tell you. And I see other people see us doing this, and uh, you know. You can see the reaction, it, 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 it's so many different people, you're gonna get so many different reactions, but ultimately it, it always comes down to gratitude and awareness of like, wow, I could do that too. You know, like when I see people uh, you know, thanking us for cleaning the plant, and when I see an area that was just filled with litter, and I see it completely clean and looking beautiful, Whew, that's a big one right there, okay, which is tied with when I can – because Armin Shafi, you know Armin Shafi, the great Armin Shafi. He was on my show one day, and he asked me afterwards, he's like, Wayne, why do you do this? Why do you shoot these videos? Why do you do this show? I thought about it for a moment, and, and I knew instantly what it was. And if I can get one person, one person to watch a show on Monday night, that will look at meditation and say, you know what, let me try this. Let me give it a shot. That is to get somebody to meditate, because I know uh, that that just helped shift their entire life and the lives of everyone they come in contact with. Uh, so basically with those two being the the, the, the tie, uh, just making a, making a positive difference. That is, that just, for some reason, just cranks me up. Uh, I love getting out there and making a difference, especially when it comes to uh, humanity, all life here on the planet, and the planet, because you know we're all together, we're all one, and uh, we need to, we need the correct stuff, and I, and I think we're on the road to get these things
0: where where can our listeners find you online you and echo movement if they want to stay in touch if they want to reach out to you with questions uh, if they want to be a part of the the monday night meditation if they want to uh, go out and 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 help with the mission to, to to clean up the environment maybe you want to maybe you want to send out a challenge to everyone that's listening where where do they they reach out to you
1: Amazing. Thank you, brother. Well, you can always go to www.echomovement.ca and also Facebook. We have uh, the Facebook group uh, page, which is Echo Movement. And we also have the uh, Echo Movement page, Facebook page. And uh, that is The Echo Movement. Uh, We're on Instagram at echo underscore movement 55. And you can always reach me through email at echo movement 1. At gmail.com and uh, again just uh, Monday nights we're out live on Facebook at echo movements the group page and uh, you can reach see us there 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and uh, yes that's that's where you can reach us we are all over the place and I challenge you to the nicest moment piece of weather that you see after watching this video or listening to this podcast Uh, I challenge you to go out in your neighborhood and clean up any litter on your street, in your block, at your park, or whatever, and do it with a big, big smile on your face, knowing that you are a part. You are one in everyone, who are all gonna come together and shift to a harmonious living,
0: Amazing. So as we wrap up the, uh, the episode today, I have two final questions. So the first question is, uh, surprisingly, we're coming, coming in on, on the halfway mark of the year. It seems to have just kind of flown by. Uh, what is your, your vision for the rest of 2020? And have you set any personal goals that get you out of bed excited in the morning moving forward?
1: Yeah. The, yes, I do. And right now, it's it's the, again the two things. It always comes back to the two pillars of eco movement. It's the cleanups. I would want to see the entire planet uh, just coming together, uh, not only cleaning the planet, but also coming up with different ideas, inventions, strategies uh, to keep it clean always. And I, I would absolutely love to see uh, because you know, COVID. Another thing COVID did was stop all wars that were going on at the moment, right? So uh, with COVID doing that, seeing that, hey, you know what? The earth can run without war. can't happen. It's all good. Uh, you know, we should move the military from the military-type stuff into uh, becoming the environmental military, which they can go and police all the corporations and all these different places, factories, companies, whatever, or polluting the earth. And, uh, and and keep everybody in check, and to help clean the mess. So there would be something for the military to do if we cut out all the war. Don't worry, guys. They can help clean the planet. So uh, that is a big, huge thing: the cleanups, and of course, brother, bringing everybody together uh, as one, all for one, one for all. And I believe uh, an amazing way to do that is to collectively get together, same time every day, and do collective no matter where you're at on the planet, all come together at the same time and do collective prayer meditations, all at the same time, putting out the same energy, same vibration, same love, same intention, so it can echo back
0: Mm. So, to your to your point about you know the wars have stopped during COVID. There's been some crazy stats. Like, I think it's in Miami for the first time in I don't know forty years. Uh, there hasn't been a murder, a single murder in Miami in the last like six weeks. So my numbers are probably a little bit off for the the time frame. Yeah, and close. How, but it's you know there's there's some good that that's come of this, and we're gonna move forward uh, as as right. a better. As a better crew, for sure. Look at
1: the planet right now. The planet is healing itself right now. Uh, you know, the, the waters in Venice have cleared. There's dolphins swimming up there now. Uh, you know, like all of the animals are coming back in and, and saying, you know, wow, it's so nice. What's going on? Let me check this out. Like, it's just the whole earth is cleaning itself. Water, the air, uh, you know, everything. So, uh, you know, there, there, there again lies one of the blessings.
0: So f- final question what advice would you give your, your younger self with all the experience, with all the, the, the training, with all the knowledge you've gained over the last few years, knowing now what, you know, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give your younger self to, uh, to kind of steer in the right direction?
1: Oh, well, I, one piece of advice I would give First thing that comes into my mind right now is
0: presence uh,
1: they don't call it presence for nothing because it is a present it is a gift be present to your thoughts be present to your emotions think and feel am I happy is this what I want to do with my whole life what do I want to accomplish here these are questions that you want to ask yourself and if you don't have any answers it's okay. Just remember, you may be doing something that is so far from what you really want if you're not present. So that's my one main piece of advice is to just take a deep breath, be present in your feelings, your emotions, and uh, you know, start asking yourself what it is you really want to do here. Because it's, you, know, you are not here by accident. You are not here just because of the luck of the drop, okay? You are here for a divine purpose, whatever that may be. Go within, become present to yourself, quiet your mind, ask and you shall receive, and the divine always gives you the answers.
0: That is a great final piece of advice from Mr. Wayne Moland of Echo Movement. So uh, thank you everyone for joining us here today on the podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. I hope you, you had all your meditation questions answered and you can find a little bit of time every day to, to be present and and in the moment. So Wayne, thank you for being on the call. Thank you for sharing uh, all of this Thank you for with having us. me, brother.
1: And our savior is always in our behavior. And if you see somebody who
0: needs a hand, remember, You've got two. And keep them clean. Amazing. Take care, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, brother. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, and I'd love to hear from you guys. My goal is to grow this podcast organically, where you're giving me feedback on topics you'd like me to cover and guests you'd like me to interview. You can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Joelle Martin Mastery. Joelle is J-O-E-L. And on Twitter at Joelle Mastery. So I am done. I am complete. I approve this message. And I'll see you on the next episode.